Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Deep Breaths and F-Bombs podcast. I have my dear friend, Emma Del Rey, back on the show. Um, she was one of my first guests on the podcast, and we talked a lot about your birth chart and kind of how to use that. And I'm bringing her back on today to talk specifically about Mercury retrograde, which I'm super excited to chat about. Um, so if you didn't listen to the episode before, I'll let Emma kind of introduce herself. But Emma and I met online. Um, gosh, how long have we known each other now? I don't even know. I it don't know. Like forever, so like, yeah. whatever, that's what happens when you're soul sisters. Um, mm-hmm. We've just kind of connected and she's an astrologer and has been such a helpful tool for me and resource. So Emma, why don't you give yourself a little bit of an introduction, what you do and yeah, take it from here. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. I am Emma Delray. I'm a spiritual guide and astrologer. I help women use spiritual tools to transform their lives and create the life that they desire. Astrology is a huge part of that for me um, in my own life, in my clients' lives, in everything that I do. The longer I sit with it and study it, the more it becomes a second language. And the more I apologize to the people around me because I just think in astrology. (laughs) terms strangers included (laughs) all the time (laughs) but it happens it's okay yeah well I think the more I'm learning just from you and the more like literally everything I'm like oh my gosh why is this happening oh and then I see one of your posts on Instagram or something and it's like oh this is what's going on in the astral right now like this makes sense Mm -hmm. everything it's so insane yeah and that's what I'm really passionate about I love birth charts I love understanding why we are the way we are, but I think the, my favorite part is understanding how that energy impacts us and how the planets keep moving and how that plays a role in how we feel and what we experience and how that role and experience is different for each of us. Mm-hmm. Mm, which we should talk, we're going to talk about a little bit today as well with mm-hmm. my own chart. Um, But I have you on specifically to talk about Mercury retrograde. Can you give a little bit of just like a brief overview of what Mercury retrograde is, how it affects us, some of the basics about Mercury retrograde, just in case my listeners aren't fully up to speed. I'm going to give some technical information because I think it paints a really good picture of understanding why it's so destructive, like why we feel that it's so, yeah, like makes a lot of change. So from our perspective here on Earth, if we were to look up at the sky in the zodiac as Mercury moves, it would appear that it's going backwards. So it's moving backwards through the zodiac. So there's 30 degrees of each sign. So when Mercury goes retrograde, it slows down, stops, goes backwards, and then slowly moves back to that starting point and then like continues on. So it's almost don't know where I was saying this, but it was funny and I'm going to say it again. I imagine it like a, like a toddler, you know how there's like, you think toddlers are drunk and they're just like, like kind of like stumbling around. That's kind of what Mercury retrograde's doing. Like it doesn't really know how to walk yet when it's going backwards and it's slowing down and it doesn't really know how to function. So Mercury is all about the mind, intellect, communication, and when it's retrograde or preparing to go retrograde or leaving retrograde, it's not fully functioning. So our communication isn't normally the way it would be. The way we're thinking might be different or slowed down. Um, Yeah, our minds are under that impact. 
right now it's in Pisces, which is all about feeling creativity, feeling very foggy because that's what Pisces does, feeling confused, not feeling clear, possibly even feeling creative. I feel like because we've kind of been in it for a little bit now, people are feeling a lot of creativity and wanting to be productive and having these ideas, but at the same time, like losing that inspiration and then feeling confused and like they don't know what's going on. Um, those are some of the big feelings right now. I'm experiencing that. I don't know what you're feeling. Yeah. But. Well, my moon is in Pisces and I always forget my moon is in Pisces. Like I always am like, oh, what's my moon sign? Like I always, I, don't know, I always forget. So I've been like, I mean, I feel like I've been on a little bit of this emotional roller coaster. I've just, I don't know. I've been exhausted. Yeah. That, that can be a piece of it. I will say we all experience any sort of transit, which is Mer- what Mercury retrograde is differently. You know, some people might feel it more in the beginning, more towards the end. Some people might get tired. Some people might experience what we hear a lot about Mercury retrograde is computer breaking, technology not working, mm-hmm. flights being delayed. I am formulating a theory that that happens more to people who are not paying attention to this energy or they don't know about it or they don't know what it means or they don't know any of the implications of what it could be and that those physical manifestations are trying to bring them into understanding how they feel to get them either pissed off enough or curious enough to ask questions about what's going on with them that might make that happen. Yeah, it's interesting Interesting. because I feel like people who are kind of tapped in to some of this energy or this work or anything like it experience way more of an emotional roller coaster or things of that nature that they're not experiencing some of that other stuff. I do think to an extent that stuff happens. Like I'm not exempt. I was on a flight a couple weeks ago and it was delayed and then it got canceled. Like a whole thing. So I, you know, I'm not exempt from it, but I think there are people who, when Mercury goes retrograde, they experience like all that stuff, like mm-hmm. computer breaks. They're, they get on a flight, it gets delayed, it gets canceled. Um, their cell phone stops working, like all this stuff where it's asking them to either pay attention to what's going on with them or just understand that there is something that is happening that maybe they need to be paying attention to. Yeah. I almost wonder what's coming through for me because, I mean, I've had some of those weird things too. Like you'll be watching Netflix and all of a sudden it'll just like pause or like keep buffering. It's like, okay, Mercury, like this never happens. Like, okay. Or like my phone won't charge. Like it's just like having a hard time charging. I don't know. (laughs) But like this Mercury retrograde, I feel like hasn't affected me as much as the one in the summer did. Like that one was insane for me. Um, so can you talk about maybe a little bit, like, does it affect you more depending on where it is? Yeah. I think the one this summer was in cancer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a cancer son. So. Yeah. So I have a couple of thoughts on that for everyone and for you. So definitely impacts you more based on where it is. From my experience, the one in the fall was in Scorpio and I'm a Scorpio. I have five planets in, in Scorpio. So that one like rocked my world. Mm-hmm. And specifically my emotional world. And it just hit all my planets and all parts of myself. 
So yeah, it does matter where it is and then where that falls in your chart. And I think it's interesting. To, it's I feel like for you, the moon thing is going to play out at some point. Like your moon being in Pisces and this being in Pisces, it may not be till after because sometimes Pisces just doesn't know what's going on and they don't have the clarity of like, we were talking about this when we recorded, like not having the clarity until down the road. Mm -hmm. So it's impacting you. You just may not know it right now. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, it's so interesting to me because yeah, this past summer and I, I know cause they say like, try not to like sign any contracts or start any new agreements or do any of those kinds of things or like triple check your flight arrangements or triple check your back things up during Mercury retrograde just to be on the safe side, but like, don't let it control your life. Right. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason for not the suggestion of not signing contracts, not doing those things is kind of what I just said to you. Um, and that's true of all retrogrades, no matter what sign, it's just that there's something you don't know and you can't see because the planet is slowing down or moving backwards, whatever phase it's in, it's not functioning correctly. So there's some piece of information that's just being hidden from us. It's not always bad information. Mm -hmm. It's not always like what will be revealed after means what you did will fall through. Like if you were to sign a contract, it could be that some of that information might mean the contract's like null and void, or it could just bring more clarity to something. It doesn't have to be, I'm using quotation marks, bad. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's just something you can't see or understand at that moment. And it will be revealed later on. I don't necessarily have had that experience with Mercury retrograde. It'd be fun to do another podcast when Venus goes retrograde because that's all about love. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to have to. Yeah, that was my experience. And that's where I, I, I see it with other people. But for me, where I was in a relationship that I think I started either, I either started or ended during Venus retrograde. I don't remember. I'm going to have to like go back and look at my like notes of that time of my life. Um, but yeah, there was totally something that I could not see about that relationship. And then like the second that retrograde ended, it was so clear to me and like we broke up, Mm. you know? So we're going to have to talk about that for sure. Yeah. Um, I started a relationship with an ex this summer over retrograde. I remember having conversations with you about like our communication was just all over the place and it was a new relationship. But it was also like, I knew what was going on. So we'd have to over communicate. But there were things that were even hidden to me then later that it was like, oh, (laughs) okay, this isn't any good. Um, Do you have any like suggestions or recommendations to work with Mercury or work with some of these things to get through that? Or, you know, like we were just talking about maybe wait or see if something's revealed to you later. How do you kind of navigate that? Or do you have any recommendations on how to use Mercury retrograde to your advantage? The biggest one would be go look at your chart, go pull up your chart and I can give you that information and put in the show notes if you want. Um, Go figure out where 12 degrees of Pisces to 28 degrees of Aquarius is because that's where the retrograde is, you know, swinging from. Yeah. That's like, where does that live in your chart, in your birth chart? Um, 
see what house that's in. If you want to like message me, if you're listening to this, we can talk about it because that's where this is going to show up for you. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about that for you. Like, is it because your Mercury is in the seventh house? But it's like, is that is that true? Your Mercury is in the seventh house? That's what you told me, but I don't, like, I don't have it written down when we did our body, like our chart. Mm-hmm. I'm not like entirely sure. Yeah. So there's a part of that too. So there's going to be, it is because your son's there. I remember that. So there's going to be the element of where your Mercury is. That's going to matter. And you're probably going to see themes around that, but it also matters where those degrees are because that's where Mercury's right now. So your natal Mercury, that's position, whatever sign that's in. And then your the part of your chart where 12 degrees to 28 degrees of Aquarius lives also matters. And they're most likely going to be different places unless your Mercury is in Pisces. Um, can look on a, a technical level. I just love that stuff because I'm a nerd and that will show you where in your life this is showing up, yeah. you know, where the lessons are coming up, what you could expect to feel this around. And I, I think if something feels good, do it. I think, think part of what's going on, and I feel like this is a lot of what's going on with me, but I I know it it makes sense to other people too, is if if you're feeling really creative, if you're feeling inspired, if you're having ideas, if new stuff's coming up, it's not like, oh, I can't do that. I can't take any action. Just be cautious and not even like be, be, don't be afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of, but, you know, write down your ideas, make steps, take, you know, like write the plans down if you, if it feels really great, go ahead and do it. For me, I'm getting to that place where I'm like, yes, this is so good. I'm going to break down. I'm going to talk to this person. And the thought of executing it or putting something out into the world or doing certain things, I'm so tired. I don't have any energy to do it. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people are feeling that way. Um, but if you don't feel that way, go do that thing. And I would just remind you, like, if you are signing a contract, if you're doing some of those like typical don't again, quotation marks, don't do during Mercury retrograde, just remember something might come up later on that doesn't have to be bad or make, you know, things end or whatever it may be. Just you may, you will know more later on, mm-hmm. whatever that more may be. Yeah. And I think awareness, I think you made a good point, like just awareness, like just know. Yeah. And I think it's so cool how everything literally where it's at in your chart is going to be how this affects you. Like it just blows my mind every single time Mm -hmm. we learn about this. Um, Let's talk about exes. So I always have exes come back and I've learned to like, cause I'm like, Oh, nothing's happened. But I've learned to literally not even be surprised about who and how and when people come back because it's like, where the fuck did you come from and how is this coming through now? And it's like this, some of the things are like literally just crazy. So, but you said my Mercury is in my seventh house, which rules relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day and I feel like it's so funny to talk about because I was saying to you, all my exes hate me. So none of them ever come back during Mercury retrograde. I'm always the one that's like, should should I reach out to someone? And I'm like, no, it's Mercury retrograde. You weren't yeah. thinking about this before. You're not thinking about this now. Um, I think, and this isn't to like 
shame men or say anything bad about men. But I think part of why that happens, and I, I mean, I'm just not shaming women either because the same thing happens to me. Mm-hmm. It's that sense of not necessarily wanting to look inside of what's coming up and wanting to do something external about the situation, whether they know about, you know, Mercury retrograde or not, instead of being able to make peace with things. Cause I know that that's what comes up for me as I start thinking, especially Pisces, like there's like that whole fantasy idea around the past of everything was actually really good when it wasn't, or that that person was my soulmate when they weren't. So I feel like it's even worse when it's in this sign, like this retrograde hits people harder in this element. Um, Yeah. And I just think that feelings start to come up. We start to have these thoughts. And then instead of sitting with them, which is like a human thing, instead of sitting with them and being like, "Hmm, what does this mean? How does this feel? Why is this coming up for me now? Because it's not just because Mercury's retrograde. is right but that wants to be healed like it wants to be let go of and not it's not really time for second chances yeah probably not I'm guessing no (laughs) so really what I'm kind of hearing you say is it's a lot of people trying to clear up their end of the street trying to maybe like make themselves feel better some reason they're like trying to apologize they're trying to kind of like Mm -hmm. close that chapter that they don't feel is closed within themselves so really instead of like going inward and working on your own forgiveness and your own closure and your own cord cutting it's like going back to that person to kind of clear that up yeah and whatever that was and that makes so sense i did have an ex call me it was like right before Mercury went retrograde. So it was probably, but you can feel it before and after mm-hmm. yes. from my understanding. Yeah. yeah. And so he had called me and he's literally like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. You didn't deserve that. Like, I just like, I wasn't ready. Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh my gosh, like how awesome and sweet of you to call me. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe, oh. <laughs> right. But then like the same shit happened. So it was like, I was telling Emma before we started recording that in my human design, I'm an emotional authority. So I have to like ride these waves of emotions, like these highs and these lows. Mm-hmm. And my intuition doesn't kick in until after the high of my emotion is what wore off. And I knew like I had even sent Emma a message. Like I sent you a message and I was like, I think it was just him clearing up his side of the street with Mercury retrograde. Like, I don't think this is actually anything. And then that's all it ended up being. Yep. So I think it's very, very interesting. And I also think like, if we can forgive, whether it's like, I've done so much work around forgiving myself, whether it was like for allowing myself to be treated the way I was treated or whatever I did to somebody, I've done so much work around forgiving myself that I rarely ever like, I mean, there's some times where I've been like, oh, I really want to pick up the phone. But it also makes me think before I knew about Mercury retrograde and it's like all of a sudden somebody was just there. Like, oh, like maybe that was Mercury. And I had just had no fucking clue because I didn't even know what astrology was at that point. It's all very interesting. Yeah. It makes me think about the past and I'm like, and I don't know if that's the Pisces in me. Like, again, like the, the, oh, oh, things were really good. Like that part of myself that's like, it wasn't bad or they didn't hurt me or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Or was it just Mercury retrograde? Cause it happens three times a year yeah. making me like, kind of like feel those feelings and like want to reach back out. Hmm. Yeah. That's so interesting. 
Yeah. I'm trying to think if I have any other questions for you. We covered a lot in a very short period of time. Do you have anything that you can think of that you kind of want to chat more on or when is Mercury retrograde? When is it supposed to end? The 9th of March. Um, going back to what you said that it's called the pre-shadow and the post-shadow. And I won't bore you with more technical explanations of what that even means. But when you add those time frames in, Mercury retrograde spans more like three months than three weeks. And this goes back to what I was saying about we all feel it differently. Some people feel nothing until Mercury is exactly retrograde. Some people, and I know this is a lot of people, feel so much when it's over. They get they feel like, ah, oh, maybe I was fine during, and then they get hit. It's like and a whoosh of holy shit. Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason, at least to me, known to me right now, over why people feel it a certain way or another. So I just say, again, not be cautious or be careful, but just give yourself grace. I think that's what happens. And what I see a lot is like, Mercury retrograde is over. And I'm like sitting here like always like, <laughs> behind my computer, like typing, like, just wait. Like, it's not, uh, give it two more weeks. Give it maybe two more weeks before you're like, thank goodness. Because people get so excited and then stuff keeps happening and they're like, then they go into that, well, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. What's wrong now? And it's, it's just the same thing, right? It's the same lessons. And yeah, I also think the more you do the work in terms of paying attention to what's happening and feeling into it and looking at your chart and understand what's coming up, the less it's like this big yeah. span of stuff. Um, and the more you like, the better you can feel. Yeah. Things might still feel wonky. Your brain may not feel like it's functioning fully. That kind of stuff does take some time for Mercury to like get back, which is why it extends past the retrograde because you're waiting for it to fully speed up again and be at its normal pace. Um, so just be kind to yourself and be gentle. And if you're feeling called to feel something, feel it. If you're feeling called to work through something, work through it. Otherwise, you're just going to – either it's just going to get saved for next time or – I don't know, but it's going to come back. Yeah, it's coming back. It's not over. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, thank you. I love that. I think as you were talking to, I was thinking about this past summer retrograde because obviously like I felt that one so, so, so hard. This one I I haven't felt a ton yet, so we'll kind of see what happens. But one thing that I really did during that retrograde is I was like, oh, that's weird. I'm going to like tuck that in my back pocket and we're just going to like not forget about it, but we're just going to sit with that for a little bit and we're just going to like see if there's something to it. Right. Mm. And then you're like, oh, okay. Like something else happened. Like that's weird. We're just going to like, again, tuck that in the back pocket and we're just going to kind of like not make any decisions right now. We're just going to take note of these things. And then once everything's clear, once these emotions and everything are like calmed down, then we can start to analyze and look and make decisions then based on all of these things that happened. Um, And that really helped me to be like, and this was all relationship wise too. a lot of things that came up. So even just in relationships in general, whether it's Mercury retrograde, I think this is a good lesson is I'm always like, Ooh, okay. That was kind of a little bit of a warning sign. Let's just like tuck that there. We're going to, we might be able to give them one pass because then we'll have a conversation about it. Right. And be like, Ooh, I don't know like how much I appreciated that. 
or this is how this made me feel, or this is whatever, right? But then if it like happens again, then it's, then it's a repetitive pattern. You don't forget about it. You tuck it away and allow yourself to like make that decision later. But that was something that really helped me through that retrograde and over communicating, like over, over, over communicating, like having a miscommunication and making sure that like we can clear this up and communicate um, was something too that was like, this needs to happen. Right. Yeah. Be extra clear. As long as you feel it, you may not feel clear. And then you may try to make yourself clear, which usually doesn't work. But if you have the clarity, then speak it. And if you know what you're trying to say, emphasize it. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because we're all experiencing it differently. We all have different ways that we do communicate generally based on astrology and just in life. And the more clear you can be, the more honest you can be. And careful isn't the right word, but conscious of your words, the less ripple effect there will be of that, of it not being what you wanted, right? Of being misunderstood, of communicating poorly. Mm-hmm. So taking sp- space with your communication instead of just being hastily, just saying what you feel. Like give it a thought or two. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And another thing I just kind of want to point out, which something that's really helped me is literally just like sitting down and moving my body and just getting comfortable and just kind of like going inward to literally feel how my body's feeling. Because if I'm, if I'm go, 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 or if I'm at work or I'm like constantly doing, or even if I'm just numbing out on TV, I don't, if someone's like, Oh, how are you feeling this energy? I'm like, Oh, I don't really know because I haven't taken time to feel it and really sit with it. So that's something too, that I really recommend. Um, and I haven't been doing that a ton too, which is might be like, why I don't even know if I'm feeling it. Yeah. Um, but to just, you know, five minutes a day, just really sit with yourself and just allow yourself to feel what's coming up for you. But then don't think that you have to try to figure it out. Like now is not the time to figure it out. Now is the time to yeah. notice it and take note. And then the answer will reveal itself later. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Emma, for joining us. Today's conversation was amazing. And again, if you have any questions, definitely reach out to Emma. How can they find you? Where are you at? I am on Instagram at Emma and Dalry. So E-M-M-A-N-D-E-L-R-E-Y. Cool. I'll put that in the show notes too for you. Yeah, it's um, awesome. Yeah, so you can find her. (laughs) But thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you all enjoyed, and we'll be back next time.